0: Hello there, Nicola Barden here from q 02s Weekend Buzz. I hope you are all doing really well. And thank you so, so much for Press and Play today to listen to this episode. Before I let you listen to the whole thing, I just have a little bit of news for you. So if you're a fan of the Weekend Buzz or this is the first time you've ever listened to it, amazing and thank you and scroll back. We've got over 70 episodes there. So there's some great chats for you to listen to from the likes of the cast of SVU, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Grey's Anatomy, loads of stuff, some amazing singers, reality stars, great in-depth conversations for you to enjoy and I know that's what you're here for so that's why I have to tell you my news I have rebranded the show and it is now strictly podcast so it's no longer in radio it is just podcast and it goes under the name tis yourself so do come and find us we're on um, Instagram and Twitter and obviously all the places that you're listening to podcasts so if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google CastBox good pods Spotify we are there I am there with my fa- over 50 guests, fantastic guests. You're going to love some of them. They're absolutely amazing. So, we've got some of the cast from like Games of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Yes, Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. Can you believe it? I uh, have some amazing singers like Shane Ward and Matt Cardell are there. We have the actor Jerry O'Connell, who has some surprising roots to Ireland, you won't believe. We have The likes of Tom Lenk from Buffy, who played Andrew. And if you're Irish, you'll know the names James Patrice, Trisha's Transformation, Tommy Fleming, the Nolan family. There's loads and loads of stuff in there. We've Sarah Jane Dunn from Hollyoaks. We've got some cast of EastEnders. So there's a real mix of Irish, UK, US guests, and we're just adding to them every single day. We're getting some new guests. Season four is just about to be launched. So come and join me. I'm over here waiting for you to discover me. That's tis Yourself with me, Nicola Barden. Hope you enjoy this episode. Many of us have those
1: stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey.
0: The Weekend Buzz with Nicola Barden. You're welcome back to The Weekend Buzz here on Dublin's Q102, here with you until eight. My next guest, you'll probably remember him as a bit of a hardy book, and now he's going out on his own. Mr. Owen Colgan, how are you?
1: I'm very good, thanks for having me on the show.
0: Look, I'm delighted to have you on, and how are you? What's been going on?
1: Well, not much really now, I'm just settling back into Mail after the Christmas.
0: And to get I'm ready for that big curd today. lockdown. <laughs>
1: I know. I'm so well everyone's kinda of used to it now, like so. I'd yes. imagine it'll slide by anyways and it's a good chance for us all to work on ourselves at home maybe.
0: You were using that the the original lockdown to write a bit of a stand up tour, I believe.
1: I was. Yeah, yeah. Now, I didn't do it every day like but because you know, we get to a point where like there's not there's only so much you can do in the house, so mm hmm. I got, sick, I got sick of scrolling And sick of looking at YouTube stuff So I, I was, I'm was. i working on my tour at the moment and it's called Still Alive
0: <laughs> the, the motto for all of us right now We're like still here Yeah
1: But I didn't even mean the name like that The name I meant more so Was like In case you forget about me Because sometimes If you don't post on the internet for a while You think people might forget about you So it was a needy title More than anything
0: Oh but look it's, That's very true Especially if you're from rural Ireland You know If you haven't been seen around the place They're either thinking She's up there in Dublin now And what is she at And who is she with Exactly
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have to go around town. Sometimes I drive around just waving at people just to remind them that I'm still here. So They're
0: like, Oh, he still he hasn't got too big for himself now and <laughs> sauntered off to LA. Exactly. (laughs) How hard is it, though, to write a tour, you know, in an isolation where you can't really go out and practice on anybody or kind of, you know, because imagine some of your jokes, you say them kind of around friends to see, you know, does it get a bit of a laugh? The thing
1: is, when you're you're in the house on your own, like, and you're writing stuff, it doesn't necessarily sound the same when you say it out loud because you write differently than you say it. Like, so I've been trying to... I've been walking around the house a lot and kind of recording myself on a dictaphone maybe a bit like Alan Partridge I find that that's, that seems to be the best method for me anyways before I would have just wrote it down on the page and then I would have kind of half remembered it
0: yeah it's on
1: a few friends and then see if it works obviously you can't do that now so yes yeah, so I, just, I just have a dictaphone there in the house and I walk around and if it's a funny idea if I talk about you know whatever the topic may be my worst hangover or something some new fitness routine that I'm getting into just record it and just kind of then I listen to it again and then I put it onto paper and then kind of try to Redraft it from there
0: And to see if you think You're hilarious as well You're like Oh I'm laughing I at think I'm so-
1: hilarious And yeah At the, <laughs> the beginning I'm like Geez, You know what I am funny And then about a week later I'm like No I'm not funny at all So it's a lot of Second guessing yourself And a lot of looking At your material going Who's even going to be Listening to any of this You know but You kind of You have to believe it at first In order for other people To enjoy it I think
0: Listen back to it And kind of go Yeah that hits the tone Or that doesn't
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that normally comes in the second or third draft anyways. There's been things I've wrote in the past and I thought they were funny and then I went to do them and I'm like, Well oh, that's not funny at all, but it's good that um with the lockdown I suppose and there's not much distraction. Like if I was living I was living in Dublin right before the lockdown kicked in, so I almost had too much distraction up there, you know.
0: Well at the start of lockdown one I had all these great ambitions and then I was mm. like <laughs> I'm using Dublin as the excuse of why I haven't <laughs> done
1: it. Well I'm using Mayo's excuse, so one of us is definitely wrong, but uh <laughs> Sure, I think everyone's in the same boat. You know, I was I was going to do a marathon there last year, and uh, because of the lockdown, obviously, there was none, none on, really. So I said, you know what, I'll do my own marathon. And everyone was like, oh, that's a brilliant idea. Just do your own marathon. makes sense. But uh, didn't do it in the finish, so <laughs> I'm still going to get around to it. Anyway, this year, that's the plan, anyways. I'm up to about 15 kilometers, but, you know, it depends on the week that you've had as well, like, so... Yeah. No, it's uh, trying to keep on top of that stuff. But uh, I think those kind of uh, New Year's resolutions and those goals, it's good to have them, like, but I, I think uh, it's also good not to be too hard on yourself either.
0: No, oh, I think that's what we all need to take, give ourselves a bit of a break, you know, especially this year. You're thinking, why haven't I done this? Why haven't I done that? And somebody has done this and I haven't done anything. And you're like, well, yeah. look at, do you really actually have the time? Or would you prefer to just, like, chill and enjoy yourself we all need a bit of comedy and that's the thing I suppose it's great to hear that you know you're planning to get out on the road because the one thing is we all need a bit of a laugh
1: we all need a bit of a laugh it's important to smile every day if you can and uh, yeah I suppose now more than ever it's good to have a laugh you know so I'm looking forward to getting out on the road looking forward to getting around to all the different uh, places across Ireland but you kind of take it for granted, but now I won't definitely. Whenever I did the tour last, you know, you might do a gig and then you get in the car and you'd head off. I'm going to really appreciate it this time now. You know, appreciate it to get around, and see the beautiful country that is Ireland.
0: Yeah, like I, I would love to. would go to Vickers Street quite a lot just to see different comedians, and sometimes there might be like one of those ones where there's seven comedians on let's say yeah. like the Paddy's Day thing at the Three Arena and you might know them all and you have such you come out and your face is hurting you and you've had a great night and you can never repeat any of the jokes because they never sound funny when you try to tell them to somebody else I know. and those nights just I miss them
1: I know it's about the energy of the place and it's like it's almost like everyone in the room is kind of on the same buzz you know and that's the that's the thing I do miss about uh, the live kind of gigs there's a good energy but the people you know the, the zoom stuff is all good and well like but there's not the same kind of energy from a zoom from a zoom stand up as opposed to the the real life people in front of you you know it's just it's so exciting
0: how do you do zoom stand up because honestly i know myself when i'm talking to people on zoom there's a 3 second delay between you and them and you might have said the funniest thing in the world but yeah, yeah. the delay is there and they're like and you're like thinking oh no they don't find it funny, but really, they just haven't heard it yet.
1: Well, that happened to me far too many times at the beginning of the lockdowns. So then I had to I had to call up the la- the local fella and I put in the internet in the house. <laughs> so now I have fairly good broadband, and that's something I I never remember having in Mayo. It was always it was more than three seconds. It was like five minutes behind. <laughs> but uh, but now it's working perfectly. So the Zoom calls they're fine. Like, but it is a bit awkward because you always you're always looking at your own face there on the screen, and then they're looking. I don't know you don't know really where they're looking either like so it's it's kind of like a bit awkward and I think it's all good and well like having the zoom stuff it's very important and it's been great for everyone but you know just the live stuff is is the best crack but uh Zoom ones are funny, yeah, because it's like you're kind of nervous, but yet you're only on a screen on your laptop as well, so. And,
0: but you're, you're right, though, because everybody just looks at themselves as, like, did you see that you make a certain face when you laugh or whatever, and then you, you're yeah. like, why do I make that face? And that's all you can focus on. Like, do I look like that my whole life? How come no one's <laughs>
1: told me I've got that stupid look on my face all my life?
0: It's exactly, I've done interviews for this show Where, you know, people are in America or something like that And, you know, we've done Zoom And uh, my friends are like, oh my god You've talked to such and such on Zoom That's amazing, I'm like, yeah, well I really didn't Really look at them because I realised how ugly My (laughs) face is on screen and I'm like, they're looking At me looking like that
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, that's a good good point actually What I did is I covered my screen as well with a bit of paper I covered my own um, My own actual face, so I find that that Helps a lot, makes me more relaxed
0: Ah, yes, yes. I might do that
1: for the stand-up. I might just wear something up in my face. Oh,
0: nice, nice. Just be (laughs) What is the crack, though? Like, because obviously we don't know what way restrictions are and your tour is meant to be March till May. Do you have, like, a plan in place if, let's say, the first few days can't go ahead or anything?
1: Well, I think it's like everything else, really, in the the way that... I'm planning 100% that the show will start, the tour will start in March and that the the first few gigs are going to go ahead. But obviously, with lockdown, you don't really know what's happening You know, nobody does, so they're changing all the time. So the way I'm doing it and the way MPI are telling me to do it and all the venues are telling me to do it is just continue to plan it so that, like, that first gig is going to happen. And then if it changes, we might move the dates to, you know, maybe the very end of the tour. But from what I'm from today, from what I'm thinking right now, the tour is 100% going ahead.
0: Because we're We're seeing a lot of people who are meant to, like, well, international acts mainly, who are, let's say, were meant to come over and play in Dublin and then they say, you know, it was meant to be the start of 2021. They're like, okay, we'll come at the end of 2023. And you're like, no, I won't even remember I have tickets. I know,
1: I know, yeah. I suppose it depends really how quickly they can roll out the old you know the vaccine but uh it's a tricky one yeah i don't know but from what i'm from what i'm gathering it's, it's oh, they're all going to go ahead because i was i'm in contact with a guy from mpi all the time so mm. i mean you can I, I can't really think of it of it the other way either like i can't yeah. be worried that they won't go ahead otherwise you know you'd be fretting too much either you know so like everything in life really you just have to hope know, for try the best hope for the best and do your bit every day whatever you're doing you know if i'm writing every day i'm not thinking that far ahead really in a way i'm just thinking what can I do that's kind of funny today, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, what's what's funny? Let's. It's like currently, if you could get on stage today, you'd have lots to talk about, about Trump, let's say, but that won't work yeah. in four months' time.
1: That's the thing, it won't work in four months' time and the news is changing so quickly. And as well as that, everything that I've been writing, it all, it's always tinged with the coronavirus, strangely. Mm. I didn't think it would be, but like almost everything I talk about has kind of reflecting on the coronavirus in a weird way. You know, it's kind of... It's got into every corner of our life So uh, there'll be a bit of that talk in the show as well But I'm going to try as well not to go too deep into it Because, you know, you would get sick of hearing about it too
0: Yeah, people want to go and kind of not hear that much about it They want to, they want to laugh at it And like yeah. laugh at certain things that happened throughout lockdown or whatever But then they're like, okay, what else What else is going on?
1: Exactly, exactly, yeah You can't bore them with it either, you know So it's just trying to find what's going on without the coronavirus involved
0: Yeah, well, it's like, hmm <laughs> um, is anything, there many
1: Exactly, the cows maybe, I don't know, the cows moved from one field to the next.
0: (laughs) That'll work in mail. it's
1: coronavirus.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like you, obviously a lot of people that will be going to be Hardy Books fans. Going back to like the start before that became, you know, the hit that it was, were you involved with the writing of that or was there any writing in terms of Hardy Books when you originally started putting it together?
1: When I originally started with the Hardy Books, there was no writing, it was just uh, turn up, to, your, to my town which is Winford, and we're going to do a, a weekend of filming so that's what we did we had an idea of what the scene might be about you know it might be you know Eddie wants to go to Galway but you don't want him to go and then that'd be it but what we do then is we'd record for like three or four hours a few different scenes and then you know kind of edit them down into something that made sense but there was no script it was all improvised stuff like you know so that was all good and well But and that's different when you're on camera but when you're on stage you know you only get one go so you kind of have to know your material when you're on stage. So well, there's yeah. been a few gigs in the past where we've just gone up there and, and we've kind of improvised it. It works for a while, but at the same time, you know, you need to have that bit of structure, especially for like an hour of live stand-up.
0: Yeah, I think anyone who's been to a comedian before, we love a bit of the improvised stuff. You know, let's say you talk to somebody in the crowd and th- their story yeah. brings on a joke that's clearly not planned or anything like that. But you do need to have to go... Anyway, back to Jimmy, and as I was saying, you know, exactly, yeah. it has to have some sort of flow to it.
1: Yeah, unless, of course, you're at the very, very top, like maybe Dave Chappelle or someone, where you're just kind of improvising the whole time, but that's going to take another 15, 20 years to get there, you know, so... But the Hardy books are great, yeah, that was that was definitely the beginning of the career, and uh, a, lot to, a lot to be thankful for when it came to the Hardy books.
0: When you, like, that, like, obviously, it was such a, a instant hit, you know, obviously we saw it on between YouTube and then when, when it won and gone on to RTE, but, like, how did that even... Like how do people sit around and go, come here? Do you know it would be good crack <laughs> if we filmed ourselves. Just I think t- we were just
1: kind of already doing it, but without the cameras. We were living in Galway, most of us, like, so we were kind of already kind of that daft, you know. And we we're kind of a lot of the teams we were kind of already going through in Galway, like trying to trying to meet a lady, trying to trying to figure out what the hell was going on in our life, you know. So we just moved it back into Swinford, and we all got the same references because we all went to school together. So mm. it kind of went from there, and then. Um, we got onto Storyland and we started getting paid like to talk rubbish for the weekend so half of us were like oh this must be our job now and then just went from there you know
0: (laughs) and then it became this thing which I I imagine was quite daunting when you realised how big it got because you've gone from being just lads like joking around and having the crack with your schoolmates to suddenly being like people wanting deadlines and saying we need you here we need this you know written and we need to read through it and you're like wait what?
1: Yeah, this has turned into a bit of a job here, you know, you have to learn off scripts and you to redraft stuff and, you know, it was a bit tricky at the beginning because it went from something that was just a bit of crack with a few friends to something that, you know, there was a bit of pressure on you to kind of be funny, you know, so that's kind of, in some ways, it took the fun out of it, but then it's up to yourself to, I suppose, find that fun again in it, you know, and uh, at the end of the day, like, you know, even with the tour, you're getting to go on stage to talk to people across the country, you know, you get mm-hmm. to tell them something that you're thinking and then you get to have a laugh at them throughout that. So you know, I I used to kind of get pretty stressed about the gigs, but now I've sort of re the word I'm looking for re uh, reimagined how I see them, I suppose, and try to appreciate more what I'm doing, you know, instead of kind of freaking out. Because the Hardy books, I did, yeah, it got very big there for a while, but um, and we were kind of like, oh, do we want this? Do we want it to be kind of known? But you know, it's it's a great experience too. Like the fact that you can go into any town nearly in Ireland, someone. Someone will give you a cup of tea or something like that, you know? <laughs> Quite a nice, nice feeling, like.
0: The writer is huge when you guys come to town. I'd like a <laughs> cup of tea, please.
1: Well, the writer for this big tour, by the way, because the last tour, there was always like a bottle of book or maybe three or four cans. And uh, I was kind of obviously bringing the Hardy books, my own reputation from the character with me. So <laughs> I've put a ban on that now and I just said to them, just want tea backstage, nothing else. No coffee, no sweets, just tea.
0: Oh, you diva.
1: Oh, I'm a huge diva. <laughs> I've changed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what would the what would the Viper and Eddie and the lads say if they knew this now?
1: Oh, uh, they wouldn't talk to me anymore, you know. But I suppose <laughs> 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 we all have to figure it out in our own way, you know. But um, it's just that, like this, it's too much. It's like anything in the house, you know. If you have biscuits or sweets in the mm-hmm. house, you're going to have to go through them. So, if there's a few cans backstage before a gig, I probably have them because I'll be half nervous and pacing around the place. So, oh. you know, I'm trying to keep it clean now. This next tour and to make it just keep it to the T. Keep my head my head clear you know Yeah, but I probably have a few after life you know life can be life can get too serious especially as an adult you know so I think comedy is, is more important now than ever in that way like if you can make someone feel better for at least five seconds hopefully longer than that like but <laughs> um, then you know it's a good thing you know it's a blessing to be able to give someone the joy of laughter so it's nice to see people laughing you know
0: yeah, and how are you going to get everyone laughing in this show? Then tell us a bit about it. I'm going to pump
1: laughing gas into the show. <laughs> oh, the I'd be happy with that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, as long as, as long as they're laughing and it looks good for the pictures <laughs> and Instagram.
0: Now, is it going to be stories of you about you? Is it going to be um... it's all about
1: me, nobody else?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: know it's going to be stories about yeah, growing up, celebrities that I've met. This is Gary Pallister and Shane. Lowry and the likes Just stories about Harley books growing up Stories about what I've How my my life has changed During lockdown A um, couple of dating stories It's going to be A surprise guest as well At every show So maybe like A couple of Hardy books And a local comedian
0: Brilliant So like everybody's Going to get involved
1: Everyone's going to get involved Yeah It's going to be exciting It's going to be fun And hopefully it'll take The pressure off people's life.
0: And where are you going To be heading to? I know you're doing A few places around the country
1: Yeah all the local hotspots But I'll be going to uh, Dolan's in, uh, Limerick I'll be going Roisin Dove I think I'm going to Liberty Hall in Dublin going up there to the limelight in Belfast uh, I'm going down to Cork as well different spots and Galway I think I've said Galway have I? Mm-hmm. And, and, and Kessabara as well TF and Kessabara so there's a pretty much I'll be going into like one venue in every county I suppose that'll be exciting a great way to see the country
0: a yes great way to see the people. especially when you've been stuck in Mayo for the last <laughs> So long. Oh, yeah, you, you haven't been That's able to leave. Yeah.
1: And you know, you know what I'm going to do as well. I'm going to actually blog the whole tour as well. So I'm going to be. Shoot, I'm going to get someone maybe to record the tour and do it like a sort of behind the scenes stuff. You'll Absolutely. see a lot of on the road stuff as well when um, when I hopefully pitch that to Netflix and they bite off me when you quit
0: per episode. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, well if we anyone are. is listening and wants to get tickets, there on Ticketmaster, and it's called Still Alive. Mm-hmm. And they're sure. available now, so you can go as soon as you hear this and pick them up. And uh, anyone in Dublin can go to Liberty Hall and get that. that's where the tickets are going to be for. Uh, Owen, best of luck, and I hope it all goes ahead, because we could all do it a good laugh.
1: Thank you so much for having me on the show, and uh, if you want to come to any shows, give me a shout, and I'll keep your name down.
0: I'll be coming to them all, because I'll oh, be yeah. like, I need a good laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Owen Colgan there talking about his new tour Still Alive which you can get tickets for as I mentioned there on Ticketmaster that is all we have time for this morning Um, been a great show thanks for listening to me on the Weekend Buzz and if you missed any of it you can go back and find us on podcast just search q 2 Weekend Buzz wherever you listen to your podcast if you have suggestions for someone you'd love to hear on the show do DM me on Instagram Weekend Buzz with Nicola Barden and I will chat to you next week bye Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me and I really hope you enjoyed it. Do scroll back and see if there's anything else that you might enjoy. And before I let you go, do remember to come and find me on my new podcast, Tis Yourself. Again, talking to celebrities, this time a lot more in depth. So there might be longer episodes there. And we're talking about what was life like before they became famous, the different alternative roads they could have went down, how life changed for them, for good and bad. and So, so, so much more. And of course, the thing that they're best known for. So come and find me, Tiz Yourself with Nicola Barden. And I really hope you'll enjoy the new episodes. They're up to date. They're brilliant. There's some great people there. And I'd love your support. So please do come find us. That's Tiz Yourself with Nicola Barden.